Welcome back to Podcast 51, your Central Michigan life, home to all that is creepy and weird. I'm Tom Delore. And I'm Amir Bankston. And this week we're bringing you an interesting topic. We're going to be talking about uh, Project MK Ultra. The reboot! <laughs> Thanks for that. And we're, we're talking about it. You may notice we've talked about it before. That was actually our second episode, right, Amir? Uh, yeah, it was our second episode. Yeah, don't listen to that. Um, and we were not happy with the way it turned out. Um, a lot of, we tried to do a lot in too little time. So this time we're going to bring it to you in two parts and we're going to hope to cover it a little more, um, thoroughly. Is that, no, a little more thorough and a little slower. So you can actually grasp it without throwing some more discussion instead of us just word vomiting it. Uh, yeah, let's just say we're going back. Back in time. And we thought this would be a good podcast to start out um, as we move, start moving into the new year. Yeah. Um, because it's one that one of our first episodes. and want to reinvent it, do it better. And so we always strive to be better next time. Yeah, and it's, it's going to be a cool, you know, four weeks spending up here at CMU. We don't go home. Yeah, we don't at all. We always are here. <laughs> Um, but yeah, just as always, we're going to give a content warning. Um, this one is actually, I don't know what details are confirmed, but this one is actually an declassified project. So all of these, the general concepts and some of the specifics, excuse me, are very, are actually true. Um, I don't know how much it is because a lot of the documents, as you'll see later on, um, were damaged. It was stored improperly. All this kind of stuff happened into it, but this is actually one that is for the most part true. Yeah. It really is. Like, a lot of it is true, and I forgot about all of it. Oh, well, then, cool. You can reinvent it with me. Yep. Reinvent it. Re-explore it. Re-exploration. So this grew out of the 1945 Joint Intelligence Operatives Agency under under the name Operation Paperclip, which featured such operations as Chatter, which tested the effectiveness of certain drugs in interrogation, Uh, Project Bluebird, which was also called Project um, MKUltra, which is what we're really talking about, yep. and Project Artichoke, which was the jumping-off point um, for MKUltra, and that focused on hypnosis, uh, excuse me, on hypnosis, um, forced morphine addiction, use of total isolation, and LSD. And subjects were later sub the subjects were later subject to severe amnesia, and they have foggy memories of their experiences. Mm. Um, so MK in the beginning means that it was sponsored by the CIA's technical services staff, and Ultra was meant to designate the highest level of security. Whoa. And this was headed by Sidney Gottlieb. I'm going to butcher a lot of these name pronunciations here, so just bear with me. But it was headed by Sidney Gottlieb, and it was begun by CA director Alan Welsh Dulles, or Duels, on April 13th, 1953. The whole goal was to develop methods of mind control to use against opponents after they um, had heard that the same was being done against their POWs. Um, they are also interested in using it um, to control foreign leaders like Castro, which kind of plays into the Operation Northwoods thing. Yep, and Operation Mongoose at some point. Yes, definitely. And so experiments were done without the knowledge or consent of the subjects. Most records of MKUltra were destroyed in 1973 at the command of CAA director Richard Helms in response to the panic caused by Watergate. So it's really impossible to gain full insight to the more than 150 MKUltra sub-projects. So this is a huge thing. 
And it's all gone. Well, most of it. So, all, see, that's the idea is that most of it was destroyed, but about 20,000 documents survived only because they were incorrectly stored. And so if most of it was destroyed, but 20,000 documents remain, how many documents were there to start with? Because that uh, seems like a lot. A lot? Oh, so many papers. Poor guy who had to file all that. Yeah, I guess so. He also filed it incorrectly. Well, yeah. So you only had one job, sir. <laughs> and I hope you got fired for it. Uh, but this uh, project began and grew out of this Cold War paranoia. The U.S. wasn't the only one with nukes anymore, and they were really afraid of communism, which plays into that whole trying to topple Castro thing. And so the CIA spends millions of dollars on this project. And some historians believe that the goal of MKUltra was to create a Manchurian candidate-type situation um, where a person is essentially sleeper cell political assassin. Mm, like Bucky and the Winter Soldier. Exactly. But he wasn't. Well, yeah, he was asleep. He was yeah. a sleeper, was he? Yeah, because he says the keywords. All I don't know yeah, what they all yeah, are, but they say yeah. the keywords and then he Pasta. goes ham. Yeah. Or the Manchurian off. candidate never with saw Denzel Washington. It. Didn't see the movie. I think it was Denzel. It was Denzel yeah, Washington, not, but I never saw okay. the movie. But yeah, that's the same thing. Yep. So some people claim that the CIA was trying to get some attention on these programs. Um, so that people would focus on that rather than their real intent of developing better methods of torture and interrogation. Can you imagine how bad your your uh, project is if they're like, focus on us trying to create create a sleeper cell political assassin and not us trying to torture people? Well, you know, stuff goes left sometimes. Apparently. It was probably going the right way, and then at some point some guy was like, you know what, we need some new ways to torture folk. You know, we're not we're not doing it good enough because they're trying to keep up with you know uh, the Soviet Union. Yeah, or you know Cuba if Cuba tortured people. But one official document from the program reveals the goal of discovering these things: substances which will promote illogical thinking and impulsiveness to the point where the recipient would be discredited in public. Which makes you think, like Castro, we talked about how they went try to make his beard fall out and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah, because they were petty. Yeah. And uh, substances which will increase the efficiency of mentation and perception. So that would be, they're actually trying to boost people. Materials which will cause the victim to age faster or slower in maturity. Materials which will promote the intoxicating effect of alcohol, which why not just use alcohol. Materials which will produce the signs and symptoms of recognized diseases in a reversible way so that they may be used for malingering. Are you laughing over there? No, dude, no. I don't find any of this funny. (laughs) Materials which will cause temporary or permanent brain damage and loss of memory. Substances which will enhance the ability of individuals to withstand privation, torture, and coercion during interrogation and so-called brainwashing. So they're trying to brainwash people to be able to be brainwashed, to be able to defend against brainwashing better. Oh, so they're trying to brainwash them so they won't get brainwashed. Yeah, that's kind of... A future brainwash. It's inception. It is inception. They're looking for materials and physical methods which will produce amnesia for events preceding and during their use. Physical methods of producing shock and confusion over extended periods of time and capable of surreptitious use. Substances which produce physical disablement such as paralysis of the legs and acute anemia. Ooh, I mean, no. <laughs> that's not it. That's bad. No, it's that's terrible. They're looking for a lot of stuff. That Sub- is. And they're also looking for substances which will produce a chemical that can cause blisters, substances which alter personality. I'm sponsored by <laughs> uh, Burners, guys. <laughs> uh, I lost my place now. 
substances which will alter the personality structure in such a way that the tendency of the recipient to become dependent upon another person is enhanced. Well, that seems really specific and weird. <coughs> oh my god. Go down the wrong pipe there? No, I just cough whenever I drink Verner's. Okay, what? I don't know why. <laughs> oh, uh, they're looking for substance, <laughs> substances, which, what was that noise? It's <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> You know, boom goes the dynamite. Uh, all right. Uh, substances which will lower the ambition and general working efficiency of men when administered in undetectable amounts. Substances which will promote weakness or distortion of the eyesight or hearing uh, faculties, which are preferably without permanent effects. Um, a knockout pill, which can surreptitiously be administered in drinks, foods, cigarettes, uh, as an aerosol, and other forms, uh, which will be safe to use, provide m- a maximum amount of amnesia, and be suitable f- uh, for use by agent types on an uh, ad hoc basis. Need to know. Yeah, that's that's all that is wild. They, they're one, doing way too much. Hold on, one more thing. Oh. And a material which can be surreptitiously administered by the above routes, so like I said, food, drinks, cigarettes, aerosol, um, and which in very small amounts will make it impossible for a person to perform physical activity. So drugs. That's all of them. That's, that was the one document that revealed all these goals that they had. That's one document. That was one of the 20,000 documents. Ooh, shout out to whoever went through all 20,000 also. He's a good fellow. I'm sure it was more than one guy, but yeah. <laughs> it's probably one. Uh, one goal was to see if they could get Soviet spies to defect against their will. It goes up into that Cold War thing where they're trying to... Uh, trying to prevent brainwashing, trying to brainwash other people, trying to do better interrogation, all that kind of thing. The good old days. Uh, one part, or excuse me, they also used LSD. This was heavy in this uh, Project MKUltra, this use of LSD, and tried to determine what the effects were. Um, one part that began in April 1953 focused on giving LSD to those that couldn't fight back, like mental patients, drug addicts, prostitutes, and prisoners, as well as many others to monitor reactions. There was one recorded event where a mental patient in Kentucky was administered LSD for 174 consecutive days. Whoa, that which was, is insane. I mean, insane, but some might say that's a good time. Uh, some, I guess. <laughs> I don't think he was writing any of the Beatles albums to like. He should have been. <laughs> Hopefully, he wasn't the one who was switched out after that crane crash. Come on, you gotta keep bringing that up. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, but all of this was without consent, which violates the Nuremberg Code. And so let's talk about Operation Midnight Climax. Uh, the CIA sets up some brothels in downtown San Francisco and uses the customers as subjects because they think they'll be too embarrassed to tell anybody what happened. Uh, and mm-hmm. so these people are given LSD and viewed and recorded through one-way mirrors. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty messed up. By the way, I just had a mission in L.A. Noir where they use one-way mirrors. Oh, yeah? It was pretty interesting. Was it related to Operation Midnight Climax? It was not It was not <laughs> used in Midnight Climax, the movie. Uh, it was used for different reasons. Okay. Yeah? Uh, so CIA employees, U.S. military personnel, and suspected spies were administered LSD and told that they were not going to stop giving them LSD until they revealed all their secrets. And so we mentioned uh, that the they attacked, I shouldn't say attacked, they focused on, one of the people they focused on was drug addicts. Mm. So with heroin users, they were bribed into, with more heroin. 
just mm. you know promoting this uh, drug use. That's how you know. That's what we call America. <laughs> yeah, I guess this is the glory days. Yeah, the glory days. Uh, but several deaths and long-term debilitation resulted from this. And Gottlieb wanted to use it on high-ranking officials to alter important meetings or speeches, Castro again, yeah, yeah. but didn't know how one would react when unknowingly um, given LSD. And so this begins this whole round of tests um, where many CIA employees would randomly be subjected to an LSD trip. So they're all working in the CIA, and they just start dropping LSD on their coworkers to oh. see what happens. That must pretty been, messed up. Uh, yeah, a tough place to work in, a tough workplace environment. One of the people involved in this was Frank Olson, who became deeply depressed after this incident and fell from a 13th-story window. Hey, man. Some speculate he really didn't fall. He was probably pushed so that he wouldn't talk about what happened because he was so disturbed by what let's, happened. Let's that, not let's not say that. Let's just say he probably slipped. Uh, the 13th-story window? They probably forgot to put the yellow cleanup sign out there, and he kind of went... You never know what happened, but there's, you know, people think that maybe he was had some secrets that they were afraid he would say. Um, but one employee in this, in all these tests, random tests, um, was noted as running across Washington with visions of monsters. And so some experimentation actually was consensual, but those that consented were often subjected uh, to much harsher experiments, like seven people in Kentucky who were administered LSD for 77 consecutive days. That's a long time. How could your life ever be normal after that? After experiencing LSD nonstop for 77 days? Let's ask the Beatles. I don't think they did that much. I mean, they Just enough did. to make some great music. Hey, I would love to see how those guys, I'd give them a pen and a notepad and say, write me a hit. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's the 60s, that works. I'm sure they got a lot of stuff out of it. I don't know if any of it was constructive. But Quick sure. question. Was this going on around the same time time as all the other stuff? It was like mongoose and whatnot. Uh, similar times, yeah. Golly, they were just they were just going off. That's a lot period. of people to be working on. You talk about nineteen days. started in the nineteen forties and fifties. That's like uh, also Roswell, the UFO. God, conspiracy. there's just so much going on at one time. Apparently, we lived in the wrong time to have a conspiracy theory podcast. <laughs> yeah, uh, we clearly did. We should have lived back then in the good old days. The crazy time of the 40s, 50s, and 60s. Where back when everyone was LSD randomly. And back when everyone was going steady with their gals. <laughs> so after all these tests and experiments, LSD was then dismissed as being too unpredictable. So there was another experiment where they where they uh, they fed someone. Excuse me. They I got to read this real quick. They put. They put someone's depressants through an IV into one arm, and when they began to fall asleep, they then put an IV in another arm, and they put in amphetamines. So they got depressants going into one arm through an IV, and amphetamines going into the other arm. That's a downer and an up, and an upper right there. Golly. And this would cause the people to babble incoherently, which, yeah. Yeah. Um, but on occasion, it would actually yield useful answers. Oh, so we're making steps towards it, you know? But you're talking about on occasion. You're like, well, this works sometimes. It's like, well, that's not, I don't know yeah. if that counts. Ton. But like shoot is going to shoot, you know? Yeah, so they, they, they move away. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. 
So they move away from the drug use, LSD and these amphetamines and depressants, and they start talking hypnosis now. Oh. So MKUltra studied hypnosis as well, and they wanted to be able to use hypnosis to be able to re- for people to be able to recall complex information and then to induce anxieties in people. And so hypnosis was drug-induced. I guess they're not moving away from drugs, actually. They're yeah, just, no, just yeah. trying to do something different with it. Yeah, no. Why? Yeah. And so Scottish psychiatrist Donald Cameron was recruited to the CIA following his concept of psychic driving, which involves the use of a repetitive audio message used to alter an individual's behavior. He wanted to cure schizophrenia, ultimately. Um, he was given $69,000 for seven years' research at MKUltra through a CIA front called the Society for the Investigation of Human Ecology. He experimented with LSD and other paralytics and electroconvulsive therapy um, at 30 or 40 times the normal power. His psychic driving concept had had him putting subjects into drug-induced comas for weeks or months at a time. And many of his subjects and victims only entered the institute with minor anxieties uh, or postpartum depression, but then he messed them up for life. We're talking involuntary urination. Um, They forgot who their parents were. They think that the interrogators who are giving them all this stuff are their parents. And so they're just really messed up for the rest of their lives after this. Thanks, Dad. And then... And you're like, just, here's some more LSD. <laughs> no problem, that's son. That's what's for dinner. Yep, that's <laughs> your dinner. Green eggs and LSD. That should be a new Dr. Seuss story. And so, uh, green eggs and LSD. <laughs> yes, that should be the new one. That's like one of those spinoff ones, like the yep. Samuel Jackson bedtime story that's mm-hmm. like actually not for kids. It's yep, it's just, yeah. And so during this time, this is the last bit of information for this part. Because like I said, these are going to be minisodes. And so during this time, he became a, the chair of the World Psychiatric Association and the president of the Canadian Psychiatric Association. This uh, this Donald Cameron fellow. I didn't know you can do two like jobs like that at once. I guess he can. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's what they were doing. What do you, What's your takeaway from this? All right. So my takeaway from this Now is, that you've relearned it. I've relearned it. The first time, I'm going to be honest, folks, I wasn't paying attention for a lot of it. Oh, well, but that was a long time ago. That was a different me. God's I don't working blame on you. I was talking really fast. You were walk- talking extremely People already criticized me for talking really fast. That was me on a whole nother level. I was in maximum overdrive. Yes. Yes, you were. That was a tough time. <laughs> that was a tough time. But uh, no, uh, I feel like they were going once again a little to, not even a little, really far, like yeah. usual. But then it was back, yeah, I think it was back in the times where, like, you could get away with so many things because there wasn't, like, a camera phone every two that, seconds. That is 100% true. Like, you were able to get away with, like, the wildest stuff, and no one, oh, Tom coughed. You, you would be able to get away with the most, like, wild stuff, and nobody would care because, first off, you could hide it, and second off, like, you can, that was back when you can, like, make a guy disappear, and nobody would even know he was alive. Mm-hmm. Like, after a while, they just think they remembered him, but he was never there. Listen to the Mandela effect. But, uh, like, it plays in, it's all connected. Yeah. But that was back when, you know, people didn't realize that guys were being given a bunch of crazy drugs and all that. And that's what the 60s and the 40s and the 50s were. Just a time where you can just get away with anything. That kind of reminds me of what you said. I think it was during the Northwoods episode where you talked about, was there just a bunch of guys sitting around spitballing just new projects like this? Because, yeah, it's like all at the same time or in the same really small period relatively 
where there's just tons of conspiracies. We're talking, like we said, the UFOs, the Northwoods thing, Operation Mongoose, Project MK Ultra. Not even getting into it, but there's like Project MK Often. There's all those other ones that are just like totally off the walls, bonkers, and you're like, what the heck? And like I said in that episode too, I think it's like you wonder if this stuff is going on now. This just not declassified. Yeah, but I not to this degree. Do you think we've like that was insane? And why do we think LSD could ever have exactly. this effect on somebody? I don't think it was like I don't think we were going to that degree. Mm-hmm. Like we might be still doing stuff, but like not like heavy as we were back then, because it was like you could actually get away with it. Like nowadays, all it takes is like one like one person to be like, oh, I saw a man in glasses give other guy LSD and he's he's messed up. Why was he in glasses? I don't know. I just think that every CIA worker is... But, but also, there's like so much wild stuff going on today. It's like, that's probably be like, oh, look at that crazy person. I'm like, just a couple of years ago in the news, there was somebody that was a zombie because of the bath salts. Yeah. So they, someone's like, this random guy gave me LSD. They're like, okay, you know, yeah. I believe it too. Yeah. And then it's not even a weird thing, probably. I think so. Maybe if they are doing it now, which I'm not saying they are. That's that's just yeah speculation and thinking about it. I feel like maybe it'd actually not be as hard as you think. I mean, yes, it's much easier to just catch them, but also there's so much weird stuff going on that maybe it could just be dismissed as easily. They can spin it off and just say, "Oh, that's a crazy star doing this now." Yeah. Fun fact. My Sail the Verners? Yeah, that is. <laughs> it is. It really is. Like I don't know what they put in these, but woo, it has you, has your bourbon to, you know, oh, man. My goodness. But uh, so my uh sister's grandpa was in the CIA around this time, and I always wanted to ask him stuff, but you, I couldn't. But he'd always say random things like. She'd go somewhere, like, to, like, another country, be like, oh, you know, they kidnap people over there. And they'd be like, well, how would you know? And he'd be like, can't tell you. What? Are you serious? Yes, I'm 100% serious. Hmm. Yeah. That's pretty interesting, The good actually. old days. He was around in the good old times. So it's like, I always wanted to ask, like, were they just sitting around like, you know what we're going to do? Brainwashing. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently they were. They're like, everybody's already doing LSD. Let's make it and see if, or let's, yeah, let's make it and see if we can do something scientific with it. It's just a group of guys with <laughs> very little basis. It's like a group of guys, and we're like, you know, we gotta, we gotta find out a way to do something, and like, we gotta get this new raise. Let's try brainwashing. The fact that it was so huge also says something. I'm not sure what that they were just off their rocker that they're like yeah, LSD let's commit millions and millions of dollars into LSD and hypnosis to try to uh, beat the Soviet Union I guess maybe we had our we had tunnel vision there maybe well I feel like you know you start off doing normal and then somebody goes left and you're like well let's go left too and then mm-hmm. everyone just starts keep and they just keep going and going and going and going until someone's like you know what we should just stop <laughs> that's possible and you can only imagine what in all the millions of files that got destroyed. That's probably where all the lit stuff was at. Uh, yeah, you definitely could say that. A lot of hamsters. <laughs> why? I'm not going to explain why, but it was a lot of hamsters. Okay, since we're doing a mini so do you have anything else you want to say to wrap it up? Uh, No, uh, stay tuned for part two. We're about to do a snow files real fast. No, we're not. <laughs> we're not going to do snopes? No. Oh, okay. Uh, but part two will be about uh, kind of the uncovering and declassifying of all these documents and what happened to all these people involved when they were finally outed. Yep. 
So listen to that. That'll be out next Friday. Mm-hmm. So we just want to give our plugs before we go. You can listen to uh, Podcast 51 at soundcloud.com slash cm hyphen life on iTunes under Central Michigan Life Podcasts. Um, the CM Life website, which is cm-life.com slash multimedia slash audio. Our Twitter, we post the episodes, uh, is at thepodcast51. And like I said, next uh, next week we'll be doing the part two of this, which will also be a short episode. All right, well, like we always say, well, I always say, stay spooky, stay curious, and stay awesome, and stay tuned for Emir's new podcast, Emir Reese Snow Files, coming to you soon. All right, thank you for listening. Love you.